We have another game day for the Arizona Coyotes as they get into their final six games of the season. Arizona faces off against the Chicago Blackhawks. We're going to talk about that game, break it down, give our predictions on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Robin Leonio. That's Kyle Pavlik right beside me on this episode of Lockdown Coyotes. We want to thank everyone for making Lockdown Coyotes your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Let us get to the uh, well to the game because we have a game to talk about today. As we get to the final six games of the season, Carl Arizona Coyotes, Chicago Blackhawks. I think before we even get to the actual game itself, let's talk about one thing because one player, a former Blackhawk, because he played in the Blackhawks for a period of time, is playing in his 1,000th NHL game. Yep. And Andrew Ladd. Andrew Ladd. uh, He has quite the storied career. uh, Had a goal in a recent Coyotes game, which was great to see. Uh, It's definitely kind of a, a major accomplishment. Before the season, we all... Like the two of us, I don't think either of us thought Lad was even going to play, but you know, he hasn't been the best player. He's missed some time with injuries, but he has exceeded our expectations. Yeah. I mean, again, because we didn't expect him to play at all. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Our expectations were extremely low. Let's be fair. But I mean, he still exceeded them. Yeah. I think we had. We had pretty low expectations for a lot of the players that that the Coyotes traded for, you know, capped them. I think. The play we had the highest expectation for was Shane Gossespierre, but we didn't mm-hmm. like. But even then, it was just like, but if he doesn't pan out, he, you know, he's overpaid. Which, but. which I believe it's Shane Gossespierre's birthday today. Oh, is it? Uh, I believe I saw that on Twitter. Let me check and make sure. Yes, born April 20th, 1993. Just five years younger than me. So happy 29th birthday to Shane Gossespierre. Yeah, rapidly approaching thirty. Uh, it, it's a it's a hell of a milestone, Shane. Uh, you'll get there soon. <laughs> uh, but in hockey world, you know that might not be a, the best sign. Yeah, although let's be fair, puck moving defensemen occasionally last a little bit longer, just because you know they're not necessarily taking the the biggest brunt of the physical aspects of the game. But uh, yeah, you you do notice uh, a pretty rapid decline after that. <laughs> Absolutely. But it's exciting that, uh, again, that we get to see Andrew Ladd in his thousandth game against one of his former teams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And uh, I think something we've talked about previously, this is probably the last really winnable game for the Coyotes this year. Unfortunately, yes. Um, yeah. The only exception I can see that is if, like, both Dallas and Nashville had already clinched at this point. So there's, like, you know, like we'll just let's just coast. Like we don't need to worry anymore. We're in the playoffs, uh, which at that point they probably will, because the only team that's chasing them is Vegas, and Vegas is 
Yeah, I think but, their odds dropped to like twenty percent. Yeah, it's really low. I I don't want to see Vancouver make it this year. So, however, we get we keep Vancouver out. That will be. So just keep the teams right now. The wild card teams now in Dallas and Nashville. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, I, I did say after the Carolina game, just because I liked their hustle in the back half, that you know. St. Louis, Dallas, and Nashville are potential, but like the Chicago game, this is the one where I'm like, well, if the Coyotes are going to win any of the last six games, it's going to yeah. be this one. I need to take a look back, actually. I'm just curious um, what our standings predictions were, if we even said that for the Central <gasps> Division. Uh, I don't think we did just because i think we both went in knowing that the coyotes were going to be at the very bottom like why even take the energy to kind of like speculate on the top uh when you know you're just gonna be looking from the outside in i guess so i mean i still want to look back anyways just in case yeah <laughs> i have a rough idea where it might be yeah, there, there's definitely been a lot of chaos, though. Uh, I think more so in the Pacific Division. The Central, I think, is pretty much shaping up how we thought it would be. Um, just kind of looking, would you really call this order differently? Uh, Colorado, Minnesota, St. Louis, Nashville, Dallas, Winnipeg, Chicago, Coyotes. Maybe the Jets a little bit higher. I'm not sure. That's probably not. I was thinking it'd be about there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think maybe like the middle three teams, the Nashville, Dallas, Jets. Uh, we may have had like slightly different ideas going into the season about how they were going to line up. Um, but overall, like, we knew it was going to be the Colorado Avalanche at the top. The Minnesota Wild have become a powerhouse with uh, Kaprizov. And you know, St. Louis is uh, just you know a smart pick to make the playoffs, uh, just yeah, in by, general. By the way, I know we had to get back to the actual game t- today, but let me go, go real quick to the conversation that we were having on, on, on the group chat with Minis- regarding Minnesota. It was hilarious. Um, you know, the Minnesota host was mentioned, you know, Minnesota being a mediocre team. And then I respond, Minnesota has more points than Montreal and Arizona combined. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I first started to take Minnesota seriously when they started regularly beating the Coyotes in just dominant performances. And you're just like, oh, wow, this is this is definitely a team. And then, you know, getting Kaprizov, like, just that kind of, like, high offense forward, like, it's going to make it even better. Uh, Yeah, it is kind of funny that they are thought of as, even amongst themselves, as a, did you say, mediocre team? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I laughed a little bit at that. I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, if they're not an elite team, I will say that. Uh, I think the, the step below... Elite is not mediocre. There's probably a few in between that that they would probably be classified under, but eh, who knows? Maybe they have really expectations for for their own franchise. I, su- I suppose so. I suppose so. But with, the, with today's game, though, again, as we as we went through the standings, you know, we kind of both thought Chicago was going to be down, you know, you know, down there towards the bottom. We knew it was just going to be like, all right, we don't think that they can really compete with, even though they they picked up some decent players 
just you know that's how things were yeah. uh and obviously it's shown and that's why we're saying okay this team this game might be the only shot outside of maybe you know a coasting team that the coyotes can actually win a game yeah and, and i mean yeah the the blackhawks did make some you know acquisitions during the offseason but the biggest one was mark andre fleury who has since been traded uh so it's not like he is going to save them any games. Uh, something I talked about in the preview for the game on Five for Howling is both Chicago goaltenders that they have right now have collectively played fewer games than Carol Vlnaco this season. That's interesting. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It is uh, definitely not a you know quality like the Chicago. Blackhawks are not currently built from the neck out. We'll see what they can do, you know, in the next couple of years. But yeah, let me load it up right now. Uh, uh, looks like Kevin Lankinen has 27 games and Colin Delia has six. No fun. Collectively, they have six wins. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, talk about two teams. Just when you look, just look at two teams that are just freaking struggling. Obviously, you know there are more than just two. There are like a solid, solid five teams in the NHL that are just uh, not, 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 not doing good. Not doing yeah. good. Nope, not at all. Uh, but it will be interesting to see how how this game goes. We're going to have to, you know, need to talk about you know certain players to watch out for and everything like that in just a moment. But first, I want to talk to you guys about HelloFresh. It is that uh, that amazing meal kit that you guys can get. It's uh, You can get farm fresh, seasonal produce, and easy-to-make recipes delivered right to your door every week. You can pick your favorites from 50 different weekly options and skip weeks when you need to. Change your delivery date or update your preferences right all in the HelloFresh app. I know for someone like me, I'm very very busy, you know, outside of the podcast. And sometimes I don't find time to do groceries. And it kind of makes me have to go out to eat, which is not a good thing. HelloFresh is definitely something that would easily help me go ahead and, um, you know, make it make it so much easier. I don't have to leave the house. All I got to do is just uh, go into my fridge, pick up, you know, pick, pick up something from the meal kit and make a delicious meal. I want you guys to try it out yourself. Go to HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16. Remember to use that lo- that that code, LockedOn16, for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Once again, that is HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16. Using the code LockedOn16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. All right, so let's now go continue here as we get ready for Arizona Coyotes versus Chicago Blackhawks game time at 7 p.m. at Gila River Arena. Let's go and take a look at starting goalies for tonight. Karelvi Melka is going to be in the net for tonight, what it seems like. Um, and trying to see if I could find the, the status of who's going to be in net for Chicago because, well, it's a... You know, as we were just saying, that could be a toss-up. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, who do you really throw into the wolves uh, when you have, you know, two really untested netminders? It's gonna be. Who knows? Yeah. What? <laughs> Uh, this this game definitely seems like it, one of the few instances where the Coyotes have an edge in goaltending, um, but Chicago has the end, edge in offense. Let's let's not beat around the bush with that. They have three twenty goals plus scorers. Uh, the Coyotes also have three, but two of them are injured, so it's not like they're going to be equal on that. Uh, it's it's a really tough one to know who to call this one for. Daily face-off, I just looked it up, is it says unconfirmed, but predicts Kevin Lankinen will be in net for the Chicago Blackhawks. He he has played uh, the more games. Like I said, he has 27 uh, compared to Delia's six. Yeah, and, and how many and how many um, goalies has Chicago gone through overall? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I know because there are some teams that went through like seven. This yeah, year. I would need to look that up because I'm on their stat on their team page, and it only shows me their two active goalies. Yeah, it only shows that for. For me as well. I mean, they did have Marc-Andre Fleury earlier this year. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, like, tra- acquiring Marc-Andre Fleury, if you are the Chicago Blackhawks, I imagine makes a bit of sense. Uh, like, you might as well try. But I, I, I don't think it worked overall. I do really wonder what the Blackhawks are going to do like this off season. Cause it seems like they should blow everything up, but they also have like a lot of veterans who are like one a cup with the team and they have been around for a long time. So that makes those kind of calls very tricky to make. I mean, that also kind of one thing that's going to be easier for them kind of just think, you know, put ourselves in the Blackhawk shoes, the, uh, the duo, of of the of the dynasty, Patrick Kane and Jonathan Tays have one more year after this left on their ridiculous contracts. Yeah, and I mean Kane is still contributing. He's got twenty five goals, sixty three assists, eighty eight points, which is fitting for Kane. But but Tays like ah, it's just not great. Um, looking he's still at captain, but you know he's still captain. Yeah, he's still captain. Serious. Uh, there has been uh, a bit more trade rumors around him recently, so it'll be kind of curious to see how that kind of comes out. If if someone's looking for that kind of, you know, veteran leadership without necessarily worrying about like not producing the offense required for that contract, normally I'd say this is a prime example for the Coyotes to step in. Uh, but I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think either side wants that. Absolutely. One more, uh, a couple other things of note for this game. Um, I'm looking at some of the notes. Uh, As tweeted this morning by Craig Morgan, it looks like Anton Roussel is going to be returning to the lineup. It's been uh, about a month and a half since he's shown up. Uh, March 5th was his last game. So 
it makes that kind of helps because you're getting, you know, a veteran back. But, you know, this team is just so beaten up that it's just like, oh, it hurts. Yeah. Roussel of the three players that the Coyotes acquired from the Vancouver Canucks, I thought Roussel was the kind of most consistent uh i i don't want to say necessarily best but he you know played a a good game a not very noticeable game kind of what i was hoping for him to do uh it's it's nice to have him back but like there's just too many holes in this coyotes team he's not going to make that kind of difference it's yeah it's not going to be a night and day difference it's not like all of a sudden the coyotes are going to wake up and just like batter the chicago blackhawks yeah um although like it's going to be a much closer game than any of the previous seven <laughs> probably uh i i never want to say anything definitive because like i said the blackhawks still have a lot of offensive weapons they could very easily make this game like something beyond the coyotes reach but it, on paper it looks like they are weak enough in defense to for the coyotes to kind of take advantage yeah i think that's what that's that's the part you have to really think about. You have to think about you know the personnel. You have to think about just where they are at in the um in like just in the mindset. Obviously, we talked about Coyotes' confidence. It looked like they were building it back against against Carolina a little bit. Um, it wasn't as bad of a loss as any of the previous ones. So yeah, maybe. You know, maybe that is something that will help and make make it a lot closer a game in this case. Yeah, uh, and I think most importantly, the Chicago Blackhawks do still have former Coyotes, who are always the most offensive weapons against the Coyotes this year. Dylan Strom had his twentieth goal in the last game that these two teams met. Uh, Chicago is going to be without defenseman Connor Murphy and forward Mackenzie Entwistle. So, like. At least two former Coyotes are off the board, but uh, but I the don't one trust you have to keep, the one you have to pay attention to the most in Dylan Strom is yeah is out there. Um, yep. Ah uh, man, I I still look back at his time with the Coyotes and I'm just like, wow, what a like like what a waste in talent the Coyotes just did on that. Like they, <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you look back on what the Blackhawks did this year and the past couple of years, they didn't also they didn't really handle Strom much better. Uh, like there was still trade talk up until this year. Um, I, I mean, I'm just it's not like I'm, him finding his footing. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not like I'm you know comparing him to like any other top three you know drafty. Like he he, if we were to do a redraft, there's definitely there's no way that would have drafted him third overall. But, Absolutely, but. You know, you look still look back and like he was just not treated well in the Coyotes organization, getting called up and then getting getting only playing in like ten minutes in a game and then getting sent right back down. Like, yeah, it was definitely like I, I've said it before. We could probably make a whole podcast about it. I do think that Dylan Strom, like the worst thing for his career that could have happened, was him getting drafted third overall because it just it puts such an expectation on him that you know he rightfully needed time to you know get to but i i just think that you know if he had gone like fifth he probably would have had a much smoother development process yeah uh yeah probably probably <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think about that, but yeah you're probably right 
But we still got more to get to on this episode of Lockdown Coyotes. We're going to get to our predictions and bet online picks of the game in just a moment. But first, we got a quick word from Carl. So I have a friend from our friend. Uh, I have a message from our friends at Built Bar, and that's: Have you tried the puffs? If not, you're missing out on one of the best tasting built bars. The puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat. Plus, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Uh, most built bars only contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and about 17 grams of protein. You can compare that to a candy bar, which typically has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Uh, Summer's coming up, and we're all trying to eat a little bit better, you know, especially in Arizona. You want to make sure that you're in a good shape for, you know, wearing shorts, bathing suits, all that kind of fun stuff that you wear when it's 100 degrees out. And Built Bar are a great way to make sure you're still looking good and feeling good and eating good. Now, what I want you to do is head over to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built. So let's finish things off on this episode of Lockdown Coyotes by getting to our predictions and bet online picks of the game. Because, um, you know, we've been doing it all season long. I have not been doing well in the last, you know, final stretch of this season because, you know, things went belly up because of injuries. Yeah. I will fully admit that. And I was, I got a little optimistic at some points, but, but you know what? That's okay. But let's get to today's pick, today's predictions. Uh, the odds of this game, Chicago Blackhawks are point and a half favorites at plus 160, minus 160 on the money line. Total points is six and a half. It's way too high of points. Uh, I'm going to say just right off the bat, I'm betting the under. You're betting the under? Okay. Yeah, six and a half. That's like for the Coyotes – who have struggled to, you know, score any kind of offense. Like they got their second, third goal, first in regulation in their last game against the Carolina Hurricanes. And the Chicago Blackhawks, like, were shut out by the Seattle Kraken a couple weeks ago. <laughs> so so these are not two teams that I would expect to be getting like a six and a half points. Uh you're right. Like, that's just right. uh yeah. That's an easy call. Uh I'm going three two. I think coyotes have this one. Three two coyotes. Um I'm with you on that. Three two coyotes. And I'm also gonna throw in one more. The same result as last time. Mm. Overtime? Overtime. I like it. I like it. Uh it definitely like I can see these two teams being like uh you know. Can't get it done in regulation. Needs to go to overtime. Yeah, that's just because, again, these two teams are just not in a good spot. <laughs> yeah, it's two bad teams. Uh, which, I mean, I guess, like, compared to some of the games we've seen this season, like against the Detroit Red Wings, against the Ottawa Senators, against the San Jose Sharks, like, we've seen those kind of high offense games before. But, you know, maybe. Uh, I, I just don't think this is going to be the you know, the one for that. I do think we are going to get at least one goal from a veteran just because that seems to be the trend lately. I'm going to go one, um, not a goal, but at, at least a point from, from, from my guy, Andrew lad. Ah, 
Uh, I think he had a goal in one of the games that the Coyotes and Blackhawks played this year. Cannot remember for absolute certainty. He only has a couple, so I really should be more certain of that. But yeah, uh, I think Lad's a good pick. You know, it's his thousandth game. That always kind of gets you a little bit of energy. You want to make sure that you go out looking good. Uh, Lad's kind of the only veteran without uh, any kind of worry about where he's going to be next year since he's the only one signed past this year. Yeah. Um, kind of curious, kind of had to keep that thought. Is it 1,000 or is it 1,500 where players usually get like at silver stick? I think usually 1,500, 1500. but I can still see them honoring him in some way. At the like, thousand mark, yeah. Yeah. Like the team, I think, especially right now, like when you look at what the, the Coyotes did for Phil Kessel to make sure that he got to his uh, daughter's birth by having him do like the one shift and then hopping on a team plane immediately, like th- they're kind of wanting to make sure that they are, you know, treating the players the best way, which makes sense given the situation and some of the rumblings we've heard from the PA about frustrations, about all that kind of stuff. Um, so I can see them honoring uh, Lad and Away, I'm not sure if they're going to give him like the silver stick. Oh, uh, yeah. Again, if that's 1500, then yeah, no, then you don't get it until you get to 1500. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know if there's hard and fast rules for that though. I just I'm trying to remember like other times that players have gotten like big things. Like the only one that really stands out is when Shane Doan retired and they got him like what a car, golf cart, something like that. A player who reaches the milestone of 1,000 games is awarded a silver stick. Ah, so I was wrong. I I did not uh, I did not know that. I thought that was 1,500. Thank you for checking that. Yeah, I was like, okay, I have to check it before we close things. I have to yeah, check it. Absolutely, double check me on like things like ceremonial honors. It's not really what I focus on. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, all I know is because, like, I've you know, I grew up watching players get to this thousandth game all the time. So, and I, you know, I would say, I would see, oh, silver stick, silver stick, silver stick, and like, but obviously, some of these games, some of these players also go beyond that. So, I was like, which one was it? Yeah, yeah, and I mean, we are seeing like players play longer and longer. So, who really knows? Maybe they're going to be a tradition of two thousand games get you a gold stick. Maybe. Who knows? 3,000 gets you a platinum stick. That. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, like, I don't think we... Yeah, no. Like, there's never been a player to get that high. Um, <laughs> even, to, even to get to 2,000, no, no player's ever gotten that high. The highest is like a, almost... Nine, it's just under 1,900. And I know that because that belongs to uh, one of my childhood guys. Um, yeah. I, I do kind of wonder, um, should we start including... Uh, you know, playoffs games in the that number, or does it always need to no, be regular, regular season? season? Regular season. Okay, okay, okay. We can have that. We can have that discussion over uh, the off season, whether or not we should include uh, postseason stats and that kind of thing. That would be an interesting one to have. It would be an interesting one to have. But anyways, to recap our predictions for this game, I say it's going to be three-two Coyotes in overtime. 
So in that sense is I'm saying take the points. Don't take the money line. That's too risky. Take the points for the Arizona Coyotes and bet the under. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying the same in regulation. So same advice. There you go. Anyways, that's going to be it for today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. Hope you guys like what you heard. If you did, don't forget to leave a review. Like, comment, subscribe if you're yet to already. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. Don't forget to interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Locked On Coyotes, on Instagram at Locked On Coyotes, on Twitter at LO underscore Coyotes. I am personally at Robin underscore Leonio. Carl Pavlik is at Carl Pavlik FFH. You can interact with us, follow us, DM us, whatever, and we can answer right back around a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.